0: Let's have a conversation now with the president of UTLA, United Teachers Los Angeles, Cecy Meyer Cruz, who joins us live in studio. Uh, for those who never check out our live stream, now's a good time as in it. You want to see the president of UTLA, she's in the studio right now, to discuss the massive three-day LAUSD teacher and staff strike that will shut down Los Angeles public schools beginning tomorrow. What's behind this explosion? of labor discontent. We go straight to the source right now. Madam President, how are you today?
1: I'm well, Tavis. Thank you so much again for always uh, having me on here and uh, being so gracious.
0: It is my delight to have you here. I want to make the most of these uh, 25 minutes so that we have, let me just jump right in. The first thing you said to me, you walked in the studio after you said good morning. It's good to see you, Tavis. This is not the teacher's strike. It is not uh, but unpack that. All
1: right. So it is, uh, the SEIU, uh, Local 99 strike. It is a, uh, ULP which is an unfair labor practice strike that means that the district has uh, different violations that they've committed against uh, the uh, education support staff workers and uh, they're able to go out on a three day work stoppage Um, as unionists we and this is something we did in uh, 2018 when they were threatening to go on strike then uh, we we came on in solidarity. They were in, able to end that six days later and avert a strike and actually have a good contract. Uh, we're in different times. Uh, we did the same thing um, and we are supporting folks. These are the folks that are the lowest paid workers in, in the district Mm -hmm. they are mostly black and brown workers um it is important for us as unionists to stand with our education uh working staff these are the folks that we are next to in the classrooms um and in all of the spaces at the school sites
0: so this is about solidarity as you see it
1: absolutely yep
0: yeah. so um la times article this morning uh a last-ditch effort uh, by the la school district has failed for now to avert a three-day strike and school closures uh scheduled for uh, tuesday tomorrow but district officials say that their case remains under consideration by a state labor board and that decision could come even today your thoughts
1: yeah i i think the everybody has to to work their angles Mm -hmm. um right now our utla bargaining team of uh over 85 folks are bargaining at our building right now with the district Mm -hmm. we have bargained through the weekend um because those talks have not broken down um it's still not enough uh they said they would wow us uh with uh proposals at the table we haven't been wowed yet (laughs) um and so but we are still in talks Mm -hmm. um We'll see what happens with the State Labor Board and the um, local uh, PERB, uh, which is the uh, Public Employees uh, Relations Board. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, But as for right now. There is going to be a work stoppage. It is coming from SEIU and UTLA stands solidly in solidarity.
0: And what are parents to do over the weekend? I've been here and there and making appearances and doing a variety of things as you do. Uh, and uh, it's been the talk of the town, of course. Our parents are concerned about what to do with their kids for the next three days, et cetera, et cetera. You're the president of UTLA. What do you say to parents? Because you are a parent. You have a child in LAUSD.
1: Absolutely, I yeah. do. And he'll be on the strike line with me uh, <laughs> I'm, tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure he will. <laughs> uh, starting at At 630, we'll be uh, moving around to different um, strike lines and and bolstering confidence and and support. That's what we do. Um, But, you know, what I've seen from parents, parents have been very uh, receptive. Um, There is no... There really shouldn't have been a reason to close schools. Mm -hmm. So you must ask the superintendent, why did he do that? Um, In... Our 2019 strike, the schools were open. Uh, schools are the safe haven. It was pretty surprising to a lot of us that he just went ahead and closed schools. You have admin. You have other folks. I mean, he likes to deploy people from the Bouldry building. He he has a credential. Why do, why,
0: do, why do you think he did that then? Why Why close down the schools? Because you all out, you're right, doesn't mean the schools necessarily have to be closed. Kids Many of these kids only get meals because of the school. Absolutely. So, why close the buildings down?
1: I think because a union busting is at an all time high. Mm. He also comes from Florida. I don't need to say any more than that.
0: Mm hmm. Um so, what do you say to parents like what what do parents who are working mean you work full time? Yes, most parents are working sometimes two and three jobs these days in this Absolutely. economy so what are these parents to do with their kids for the next three days?
1: Yes, yeah, so um the district put out a lot of communications um this weekend and they put out something this morning around different sites that will be um where folks can take um, their kids, Mm -hmm. elementary, middle, and high school. Um, That's on the LAUSD website um, where folks can take their kids. Uh, There'll be meal distribution centers, so folks can get meals, um, but there'll be supervision. It is a contracting out. That's what SEIU has been talking about, this kind of Mm subcontracting. Instead of paying folks what they're worth and the respect wages, instead of poverty wages, um, here we have uh, a superintendent and a district who are willfully having others um, supervise our kids, our babies.
0: Mm-hmm. In terms of wages, you, you call them poverty wages. I take your point. What, what, yes. What's at stake here? What are, what are we talking about here?
1: So um, an average SEIU uh, member makes 25000 a year. Um, many, uh, many of them live in their cars, have three to four jobs. Um, that is criminal. Mm-hmm. Even if they get everything they want, um, their demands they will still be at the federal poverty line. Uh, That is, that's criminal. How can you live and work in, California Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and not be able to pay rent not be able to uh, make ends meet to put food on your table many of these workers have been education support workers for 20 years and up and like I said before they are primarily black and brown women Mm -hmm. that we're talking about so this disrespect is ridiculous I'm not sure if you saw the tweet um that he tweeted out um, Um, After SEIU took their historic uh, 96% strike authorization vote, he called them circus performers begging for coin. That's the superintendent of the second largest district in the nation. And this is what you think about our education support workers. That is wrong, especially with someone he knows negotiation process. He negotiated himself a 26% raise over our last superintendent Austin Butner. He makes superintendent Carvalho makes $440,000 a year. So he's bringing home about $36,000 a month. He makes more money than President Joe Biden. If these United States of America
0: what do you what do you uh, what what do you make of him um, as um, a broker across the other side of the table? Like I get some sense now, of course, how you feel about him. Um, but across the table from him, what do you what do you make of him as a, as a, as a broker, honest broker in these negotiations? You tell me.
1: Well, I mean. Um- I don't see him as collaborative as he puts on mm-hmm. to the public. Okay. He's not collaborative. Um, a lot of the things that um, he has put out in the media have been absolutely uh, disinformation. Uh, one of the things he said was that we were not, that we refused to negotiate or come to the table when we've been very upfront with the public, with our members, with students, uh, community, that we bargained All week long Mm -hmm. Uh, our bargaining team that's bargaining now bargained for upwards of 14 hours on Friday came back Saturday bargained for another 10 hours. And then we're back at it today. So folks are not in their classroom. Our bargaining team is Mm -hmm. over 85 people large. They're not in classrooms today. And we're bargaining because we know that we can we are doing this not only on behalf of our babies, but the community as well as our educators. This is important work that we're doing. Beyond Recovery is our contract campaign. It is a grassroots campaign that we birthed through lots of conversations throughout um, our stakeholders. And here we are. So everything that we're talking about in bargaining for the common good, when we're talking about community schools, when we're talking about Black Student Achievement Program, we want that concretized in our contract. But we're also saying our folks need a living wage. They are overworked and underpaid.
0: Um, take me inside. Um, this is radio, so um, we, we, we can't see. And for that matter, it's radio. And if we were in the room, we couldn't see. <laughs> so uh, that's a strange question. But what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, mm-hmm. take me inside the bargaining room. T- tell me what I'm seeing. You mentioned you got a large bargaining team, 85 yes. people. So take me inside that room. Who am I seeing? What am I looking at? What do they look like? What's your bargaining team? Tell me about it.
1: Yes. So we have 65 job classifications for United Teachers Los Angeles. That means that we have folks from Earth. Early ed all the way to adult ed. Mm -hmm. We have itinerants like uh, psychiatric social workers, PSAs, arts itinerants, dance, music, drama. So we have all these classifications of folks. They're represented at the bargaining table, Mm -hmm. something that we've never done before and was very necessary to do. So that's the, the, everybody's wearing red, I can mm-hmm. tell you that, because mm-hmm. that's our UTLA color. Mm-hmm. And across the table, um, we have uh, probably, I think, about 10 folks from the district mm-hmm. um, that are across the table. Hold so,
0: There's 65 of y'all and 10 of them?
1: Not 65, 85.
0: 85 of y'all and 10 of them? Yes. Wow.
1: <laughs> because it's that important. Right this contract campaign beyond recovery is so important because we're talking about our working conditions. Those are our students learning conditions and their living conditions and conversely our living conditions as well. So that's who's at the table. Um, We pass proposals back and forth Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we started this process last May. We worked. um, So we've been at the table for 10, months and the district has not brought significant proposals to the table they were playing around like pretty much, as folks would say, playing in our faces mm-hmm. until we came to this saying, we're going to ramp up. We're doing our sticker up action. We're wearing our red shirts on Tuesday. And then when when SEIU and and us started working together and saying, hey, your contract is expired, our contracts expired. Hey, you want to join us for a joint rally? Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And uh, some of the newspapers saw six over 65,000 folks in the street. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of students there. Folks were there because of respect. But it's also about unity and it's also about solidarity. Um, SEIU, Local 99 are the lowest paid workers in the district. It cannot be underscored. They need a living wage. Mm-hmm. They deserve that. When do they get respect?
0: Help me understand something here. So I get your point. You guys have been at the table for 10 months or or better now. The the teachers have been at the table. Yes. You mentioned earlier at the top of this conversation that this is not a teacher strike. It's an SEIU 99 strike. Sure. So then what issues are being adjudicated here? I I thought I heard you say that you are advancing your own issues at the table, but it's not your strike. Does that make sense? I'm just trying to follow. If it's not your strike, why are we advancing teacher issues as opposed to? staff issues
1: right so they have their they sit at a different table than us because we don't represent this them.
0: must be a really big room
1: <laughs> yeah but we don't we don't sit at the same table okay got because it. it's different negotiations got it. the district negotiates with all of the labor partners right we're one of the labor partners so we're at the table and and talks haven't broken down so, so,
0: uh, so are those 10 people then going to from room to room to room negotiating with different yeah. people involved in this strike
1: but they're not at the UTLA building okay. so at the UTLA building Got it. Okay, I we that. are we are there okay. and then they those 10 people set up different appointments meetings, meetings other places. with other so places so they're
0: negotiating with how many how many people are they negotiating with right now the, the school district um, at one time so it's I, UTLA it's and SEIU, SEIU. So I
1: don't no, I mean, and I, I would be remiss. Yeah. I, so I can't say. But there are, who least, else but there are is at least.
0: But there are at least two though. There's two. There are two that, negotiations going on right correct. now that the district is engaged in. Correct. SEIU 99 and um, UTLA. UTLA. <laughs> um, that's a lot to do at one time. It is. Did, did they? Did they bring it up they the? They have a lot
1: uh, of money yeah, they in <laughs> which to do. They have 4.9 billion dollars in reserves.
0: Did they bring this on themselves to be doing both of these simultaneously?
1: Um, that's a good question. And maybe the answer is yes. I, I wouldn't
0: I would want to negotiate with both of y'all at the same
1: time. Correct. But they, SEIU's contract is almost three years expired.
0: Okay. So they're way behind.
1: So they're very behind. I they're gotcha. woefully behind there.
0: And how long is, how long is your contract expired?
1: We, ours expired June 30th of, uh, 22. Okay. And we started our, our package and everything in May.
0: So, for, so, so we so for, were
1: we were moving along, but it they have not made significant progress until they saw us like working with SEIU. Right. Then it was like, oh, yeah. let me hurry up. Yeah. Uh, March fifteenth. That's when they're like, oh, we'll do around the clock negotiations. Like, where were y'all yeah. ten months ago?
0: Yeah. Where were you? But for three years, they have not been able to settle with SEIU. Correct. The lowest paid workers in the district. Correct. And for three years, they've been without a contract. Yes. So teachers step up and say, we're going to join y'all. Then, then the district gets sort of scared, like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. I get it. That's,
1: that's what I would say.
0: <laughs> okay. I get it. Um, the students. Yes. The students always I mean, you I to your credit, you always bring this back around to the students. And Absolutely. You say the babies. I love how you do that. Yes. The babies, the babies, the babies. I get it. Um, but what about the students in this process? What about the students?
1: Yeah, well, I, I can tell you this. Um, L.A. L.A. Students Deserve, um, which is our our student group that I love so dearly, uh, these these. These babies are just uh, brilliant. They have been doing their own student, holding student education panels about what they actually need. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those things are addressed um, within the confines of our Beyond Recovery contract MA Mm -hmm. because we did reach out to students and parents in this work. So what the students are organizing now, they're going to be holding sit-ins. They're going to be holding um, Uh, Massive student education on the different lines. Uh, Some of the where the students deserve chapters are. Those are going to be active picket. And so they will be there uh, talking with other students.
0: How do you respond to people who say every time they look around, teachers are begging for more money. Every time they look around, y'all threatening some y'all threatening to strike every time they look around.
1: Well, actually, That's not the case. We don't want a strike. Uh, We do want a fair living wage. Uh, We have some educators that are driving from Fontana, from Rancho Cucamonga, all the way to uh, San Pedro. You know, gas prices are at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Um, We have many. When we did our uh, priced-out, burnt-out educator survey, we are reporting... uh, Like 40 to 50 percent of our members have a second or third job. Mm -hmm. So folks are doing Instacart. They are Uber eating, Postmating, door dashing. These folks are doing that to make ends meet. I met with uh, a school site and one parent came up to me, uh, a teacher parent. Uh, He has three kids and he said between rent and groceries, I don't know what gives. This is a profession I love, but I don't make enough to even pay for my kids. That's heartbreaking. Um, And as a single parent, I know that all too well as well. Uh, We make sacrifices, parents make sacrifices for our kids. We shouldn't have to, because not only do we do that, you have educators spending two, three, four thousand dollars for supplies and resources for their own classrooms. When is enough enough?
0: I got two minutes. Let me do two things right quick. Number one, what is your sense of whether or not there will be any movement today? in?